Each week, we take a moment, sit down, and talk about things going on at the road in what we call the road detour. Chad Bresky. Did I say it right? Yes, sir. And uh, we're going to start with some fun questions. We do this with everybody, right? Yes, Favorite sir. food? Uh, probably steak or Mexican food. Steak or Mexican. So local restaurant that everybody could go to, you'd go, this is where I go to eat, man. Um, we like the Los Aztecas. They're right there by Walmart. We eat there quite a bit. Mexican food. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Favorite favorite rock song? Oh, goodness. Or favorite uh, country song. Maybe that's an easier one. Are you a classical music guy? No. <laughs> put me to sleep. Um, I grew up kind of late 80s, early 90s, so probably any kind of old rock music in between there. I don't really have a favorite. A favorite. Well, you listen to now on the radio. What's on your radio right now? Um, Either we usually have Caleb or one of the, like one of the sports stock. Sports yeah, the animal of the franchise. Yeah. Right. And we do take sponsorships if you are the animal or the franchise. Right. If we're going to mention them. Since it's some, good old youth season, we go to the ref and listen. Yeah, to there you guy. go. There you go. Um, how long have you been at this church, Chad? I started coming in 2016. 2016. 2016. Yeah. Worked for OG&E. Yes, sir. Knew a lot of guys here who work with OG&E. And, yes, sir. Uh, who, did somebody invite you to church? What got you to show up here first time? Um, just started, felt like I needed to find me a church. To be honest with you, we were having some family issues and stuff. So I was like, well, you know what? I'll find me a church and I'll start working on myself and working, maybe hopefully work on my family. And Right. So I went to like three or four different churches and then I came here and, and I've been here ever since. I just felt comfortable and this is where I wanted to be and that's how I got here. Very good. Very good. Well, you guys may have noticed uh, some stuff a little different about uh, Chad, and uh, he wears that Gilligan hat, and we've tried to get him to not wear it, but no. Now, you might have noticed that uh, he's uh, missing an arm uh, completely on one side, and then he has his artificial limb on this side, and uh, you can't see it, but there's a, a lot of damage on uh, the side of his head. In, in 2021, you had a really bad accident. Yes, sir. Re- changed your life forever. Yes, sir. And uh, we were talking before the camera started rolling. Don't remember anything about it. It just, uh, how long were you in the hospital? I was in there from June the 12th to probably the, at OU, probably till the end of July, September. Month and, and a half. To Jim Thorpe for three weeks right after that. So from, from June 12th to the end of July? Yeah, when I was at OU. And then what, another three weeks, three at, weeks uh, at rehab. Yeah. 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 Then went home. Big adjustment period. Oh, yeah. Had to learn how to get up off the floor. You know, you use your arms and your hands a lot more than what you ever would think you would. And right. It wasn't really strong to uh, – my core wasn't strong enough to get up off the – you know, get up. And so – People helping me get up and just really just not knowing how to live from this point on. So this is this is why we invited Chad in. Um, they don't want to talk so much about the accident. Anybody in the community is familiar with the, 
the accident that you had. I wanted to talk about what it's like to come back from it. Uh, you know, I've, I've told you on several occasions, but about two weeks ago, our men's group, I pulled you aside, and I told you I don't know how you could have done any better than you did. I appreciate um, it. And watching you and, and, and really the lack of anger that you have and the peace that you have having come through what you had. So I want to I unpack some of that with you a little bit, if that's okay. Yes, sir. So let's go back to, to rehab and those three weeks in rehab. How hard was it to start over? kind of in life again well you know in the morning times i would get up and i'd have to go to physical therapy or occupational therapy and speech therapy because i lost my voice with being incubated and then just having a little bit of memory problems here and there so that was good. What I was doing when I was able to do stuff during the day, I kept my mind off of it. Mm-hmm. And then when I was all done, I just was there by myself for a little bit. And that's all I had to do was think about the acts or my... <laughs> what you gonna, lost. Well, yeah, what's going to happen. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, the abilities and stuff. And I listen, at any point, if you go, let's don't go there. You're fine. No, you're fine. Right? We turn that camera off, bud. You're fine. Okay. You're good. Okay. Uh, because I do think, you know, we don't get the chance to have honest conversation with people. And so what people do is they get uncomfortable right. uh, and they don't ask. And, uh, and, you know, the more we know, the better we can relate. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, you're a great guy. And people that don't know you need to get to know you. And uh, so so did you ever at any point while you were still at Jim Thorpe, were you ready to give it up? No. Nope. I can't say that I was. Was, and that is amazing, brother. I really haven't wanted to give it up from the day that the, I woke up at OU when they told me what happened. Um, got three good kids I got to fight for and be there for them. And as far as I know, that's the only reason why I'm still going. Well, I wouldn't say that's true. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's true, brother. But that is a, that's amazing. And I think that's what I see in you is this uh, – I don't, I don't even know what the word is. It's a strength, but it's bigger than the strength because it's not like you're fighting. It's like you're just – you get up and you do what has to be done, man. Um, right, and I feel like if, if I let myself not be happy or have, or and just stay in that rut, I'm not, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to survive. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wind up dead probably. So this speaking of me going. speaking of not being happy, how many jokes do you have <laughs> about your arm, your lack of arm? Because I know, man, you'll you'll break them out. Um, I don't have. I just just whatever, just huh? Pop off the top of my head sometimes. Well, if you're around him, you're gonna hear one. I promise you, man. I promise you. He uh, he does. He has a it great sense of humor. Me. I mean, yeah. Most people are real shy about saying stuff about or uncomfortable. I guess I should say. But when I throw something out there, and sometimes it's hard to believe it even comes out of my mouth. So breaks the ice, though, doesn't it? Yes, sir. It, it does. does. Jared, uh, Jared Garrett, when he came in, that that was a thing I think that boy helped me understand a lot about just break the ice. Um, you know, don't and, and you're doing it instead of waiting for somebody else to do it. You're doing it. Right, and it's giving people the opportunity to engage with you and laugh with you, and uh, 
you know, not be afraid to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing, just to be normal, man. Yeah. And uh, appreciate that about Figure you. Figure if, if I can make fun of myself, I mean, don't mean come make fun of me, but. Right. I mean, if I can make fun of myself, then at least you can, you know, I'm no different than anybody else. Yeah. You know, the thing that we all have in common is humor. We all have in common pain, and we all have in common humor. Uh, we don't all have in common success because not everybody's successful. We don't all have in common winning. Uh, but we do have in common, if you're going to live, you're going to hurt. Right. Uh, and if you can laugh, if you can laugh, man, it sure changes things a lot. Yeah, it changes your whole, gets you out of a deep spot and puts you on a more cheerful spot. Yep. So tell me now, so three weeks at Jim Thorpe, how long before you got an artificial limb? Was December, I think. So during that time, somebody had to do most everything for you. Yes, sir. Did you have in-home care? Was it your family that did um, it? Most of it was my family. Okay. I still had a lot of wound care to do. and um, How many surgeries have you had? Shoot, I can't even tell you. In the hospital, I don't even know. Probably four or five since I've been home. Okay. Okay. So you get your first artificial limb. How was that? Tell me th about that experience. It was pretty frustrating at first, but... I think that's part of what has made me be able to succeed in the things that I am doing, knowing that there are tools and, yeah, I don't have my hands, but I have something that's pretty close to it. Mm -hmm. And what, and I don't feel like I'd probably be where I'm at without them. So if you hadn't been around him, make the little grab, he'll take that. What do you call that? <laughs> well, it's called an ETD. An ETD. But... Most people, I just call him a hook, I guess. He'll grab a cup of coffee, a paper cup of coffee right? with that thing and squeeze it just enough to hold it and not crush it. How strong is that thing? Um, this one's supposed to have 26 pounds of pressure, up to 26 pounds. Okay. And yeah, just, you know, come into church and shake hands and stuff. And, man, first couple times I reach out and grab that thing, it's intimidating because it looks like it'll hurt you, man. Nah, I won't hurt you. <laughs> And now, coming down the road, you actually have a bionic hand that's coming. Yes, I have one already. You do have it already. Yeah. I have, I don't know that I have seen that. When are you going to wear that to church, man? Um, well, I'll wear it Wednesday when I come up here. Okay. And is do you like it better? Is it is it easier to use or harder to use? Um, I like it when I go to places because it's more le less conspicuous. Yeah. In a way, I mean, it does some of the same things. I'm able to eat with it and pick up cups with it and stuff, but um, I can do a lot more picking up things with my with my hook than I can with the hand because it the uh, say you like your the pads of your fingers are real soft to uh -huh. pick up things. This one's kind of hard, so it's kind of hard to pick up small Slicker, things. Slicker, yeah. And with this one, I can pick up smaller things, be more precise. Tell our people how that thing works, because you can turn it, open it. Close it. Yeah, I can open it, close it, and it Spin turns. Spin it. So with the with – the, I've got two sensors, on one on top of my arm and the one on the bottom of my forearm. So when I make a tight muscle on the top, it rotates, and a light muscle, and the same thing on the bottom. It's hard. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. So just all muscle control. And and you've had 
numbers of surgeries on your side of your head where you had yes, sir. Uh, skin grafts and different things that, that were done to you. Brother, you are, you're blessed to have not lost your life. And I know you are aware of that, and you are uh, incredible for the journey you've had. So I want to move kind of into some spiritual stuff with you. Okay. Um, tell me what this did to your walk with God and your view of God, your relationship with Him. Well, I felt like I was doing – I had to do something because apparently I, I couldn't have done this all by myself. Right. And with – Guidance, God, and and really the people that are around that were around me that are more Christian based people, and the support I've get from all of them has really helped me. It's really helped me get into where I need to be with my family get out of not really situations that I was in, but just help me move past the hurt and the anger. And Those are big things, man. Yeah. Those are really big things. So you're involved in our men's ministry here. Yes, sir. Right? Do you have a small group you're in, one of our connect groups? Yes, sir. Who's I'm, connect group you in? Uh, Kiefer's. Okay, Steve Kiefer. Okay, and then you're at worship all the time. Yes, and uh, you send me regular emails telling me, man, good job, or, or messages on my Facebook thing, or if it's something, but something that hits me. I'll... Yeah. <laughs> so, how do you do that? You go home, sit down at the keyboard. How are you typing that message out to me? Um, most of the time, it's on my phone. These are able to. I have an Android phone, which iPhones don't really do well on this. So, I'm able to use it and just type with my, with my phone or okay. on my my keyboard, my little computer at home, I'm able to type and have a pen and stuff like that I can use. So you're a hunter? Yes, sir. Uh, you sent me a video of uh, you in blind. Tell us about that. How does that work? How, do, how does a kid out there who's struggling through some of this stuff, how do they get involved in some of these things? It helps them return to normalcy. Um, one of the guys that was here before uh, <laughs> knows a guy at O'Jenny that hooked up with a guy that his organization does for handicap mm -hmm. children people and that's how I got involved in in this little ministry right here because both of them are great Christian people they're in both their churches and I brought both of them to our men's night and uh what's funny is that one of them is so amazed the way that our men's group are and he's really been trying to work on having his own at his church and on the south side so he guess he finally was able to talk his men's guys into getting one set up right so that's good he's pretty excited but trying to veer it off right there but uh mm -hmm. <laughs> um yeah but these guys It was a God bless for them, too, because yeah. they both, the guy that actually put it together, he lost his son, and that's what they did. And you helping raise money for them now. Yes, sir. Yeah, pouring back in. Trying that's to. unbelievable, bud. If there was one thing people could pray for you about, what would it be? 
probably for my family. You know, it's not really me, but for them because they've been through a lot too. That's absolutely and, caregiving is tough, yeah. brother. And part with me is even though the way I am better mentally, I'm a whole lot better mentally. There's still things that creep in my head, and I would probably say the best thing would be to kind of like what we've been going through, the more of the spiritual, spiritual warfare, the, the head mm-hmm. warfare part. Battle for the mind. Yes, sir. Okay. Knowing that just, hey, everything's going to be okay. Very good. So I got a random question for you just dawned on me. Okay. Do you drive up here? Yes, sir. So any spe- what, what what's up? How are you doing that? Is it a regular vehicle? You got some special stuff in it? The only thing I have in my vehicle is uh, I have a little steering knob on my steering wheel and uh, just a push-button start. Okay. And the only thing that's really different from anything else is I have a little, they put a little button down there by my foot that can turn on my blinkers, right blinker, left blinker. Like the old school dimmer switch. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's you probably don't even that. remember that. You probably yeah, too I'm young. Yeah, I've been around. <laughs> Not as young as you think I am. <laughs> so I'm gonna wrap it up with this. And again, we don't sit and rehearse this. You had no earthly idea what I was gonna ask you when you no, came in here. Actually, we have a conversation about what's off, what's out of bounds, and what we can talk about. But this will be a hard one, I think, because we didn't think about it in advance. But you got somebody out there going through something. Um, you know, maybe not exactly like what you went through, but something really, really hard. What would you tell them? Don't give up. There's there's always people there to help you out. Sorry. You're okay, um, brother. You get to cry and we might both cry. <laughs> don't ever think that people don't know what you're going through because there's somebody out there that's probably pretty close or has similar experiences and just reach out. That's... I mean, and laugh. Just be be joyful. Yeah. It's, but I appreciate you. I appreciate it. Thank and you. Uh, I appreciate your, your encouragement to me. I appreciate the testimony of your existence, uh, that you didn't quit, um, that you are more a man of God today than you were before this happened. Yes, sir. And, I feel uh, that too. Yeah, it's obvious you are. And I love you. And uh, thank you for coming and sharing with us today. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. All right. Hey, thanks for tuning in to The Road Detour.